If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Today's guest is the girl next door. The girl next door with a big heart and in the year of 2020, I suspect that she's come to realize how big her shoulders are too. She's carrying a big business that has grown exponentially since COVID hit us all earlier this year. She's a mum of young kids. She's homeschooling. She's running her business from home and she's smack bang in the centre of Melbourne, the only city in Australia to be completely shut down with coronavirus. And at the time of recording, these tough stage four restrictions have been in place for five weeks. This girl next door is Sarah Wilmot, who runs a business called Feel Better Box. She specialises in get well gift gift boxes, gift baskets. The business has been around for about four years, but earlier this year, everything changed. And right now it's September 2020. And I want to actually start off our interview by reading a piece of Sarah's blog that she wrote back in the first week of April, right back at the very start of this coronavirus mess. And this is what Sarah wrote. It's been two weeks and so much has changed for us all. As for me and my little business, things have taken a turn for the extraordinary. It's like I've spent the last four years building up to this horrendous moment in time. I'm sending care packages to family members who can't fly home to their home countries, young teenagers quarantined on their own in hotels, young people in the prime of their lives suddenly finding themselves locked in the same four walls, the elderly doing the same, alone and doing it tough, or new mums at home without their tribe of support. Every day I see people's mental health quiver and shake. I've been brought to tears knowing that someone has been given two months to live and that two months is going to be in isolation and I'm sending them a care package. I'm sending care packages to those who are sick, recovering from illness or accident, but I'm sending so much more. I'm sending love and I'm sending strength. Now more than ever, people need a hug in a box and my little business is bridging the gap that people are experiencing. I've never sent so many care packages in my life. I'd never dreamt that my little service could bring help and joy to so many people in such a short period of time. And I'm working every waking minute of every day. I have 5,000 new boxes arriving next week and suddenly that's not enough. I have corporate orders from companies I've never dreamed that I would work with and I'm stunned, I'm thrilled and I'm overwhelmed that Australia has chose to lean on me. Now that little blog was written only two weeks in. Today we're five weeks in, oh hang on, five months in and today we're talking to Sarah Wilmot from Feel Better Box about what has happened in her business 
over the past five months. Welcome, Sarah. Oh, wow. Thank you. I felt quite emotional listening to that. Like it feels such a long time ago. It feels so kind of close, you know. It does. It does. It's been a massive roller coaster for all of us and for so many people. And for you in particular in your business, yeah, is it kind of, you know, does it feel like it's really been five months ago or does it feel like it was kind of an eternity ago? I feel like sometimes uh, every day is like a week in itself. So it feels yeah. like a long, long time ago, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost felt like two weeks in, I felt so, I feel like I was so naive as well. Like I just didn't know what's coming. Yeah, that's actually such a good point to make. We were all so naive, weren't we, Back right back at the very start. And I don't know about you, Sarah, but there was a part of me that was always just, oh, it'll blow over. This will be all done and dusted in a month or in, you know, in, in six months' time we'll be thinking, oh, remember when? Do you yeah. know, I mean, I I guess huh. I was really naive in that regard. Oh, yeah. I, like, I even, at the very end of the last lockdown, I even had my friend who's a photographer come around and take a picture of us all so I could hang it on my wall and be like, yep, that's the time when we were all in lockdown and we survived. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Little did you know there was way more coming at you, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, I'm definitely not doing that again. I, I feel like I jinxed it to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, tell us about yourself, uh, Sarah. Tell us about yourself, your business, and where you've come from. You've got a bit of an accent there. Tell us about, yeah, where you have come from and, and what it is you do in your wonderful little business. Um, yeah, so I, I am English. I come from southeast London, but I have been here for 12 years and I've bumped around a bit. Uh, we sat inside of Melbourne and we moved to Sydney, and it was in Sydney where um, my business kind of began. I. Um, it was basically I'd, I'd been made redundant from my job when I was pregnant. So it was all pretty sad and everything. But um, my husband was traveling interstate and all my family were in Melbourne or in London. Um, and I got really sick with my children. Um, and it was pretty miserable. Like it was bad enough for me to think, God, that week was awful. What would have made me feel better? And that was literally just the start of, I guess, my future to some degree. Because um, I thought about care packages and I thought about all the people ah. I knew in Sydney. Yeah, I know loads yeah. of people that didn't have family and friends around them, just like me. Um, and that was basically just the start of <laughs> Feel Better Box. Uh, and since then, I have um, been, I guess, putting together care packages that I felt like people needed. Like, for example... Um, I guess answering the question of what, what do you do when you want to do something but you don't know what to do or someone's sick, like what do you do, what do you send? Yeah, and, and you can send flowers, can't you? But it's just not the same. It doesn't have that same, I don't know, it just still feels, it's personal but it's, it's not di- quite I, as personal, do you think? Yeah, I, I mean flowers are the you know number one go-to in my opinion but when you're in a hospital or you're at home and you've got 12 baskets of flowers, it's nice to have that. I guess that one thing that's slightly different or something you can do or eat or entertain, you know, like I I think that's where my business comes into play, especially a lot in these times is um, it like entertainment. Like what do you do when you're at home? You're sad. You can't do anything. You've watched Netflix for like a billion hours straight, maybe Mm. colouring in calm or a puzzle or an activity or a book, just something different. And I think that's what, Feel Better Box is about, just that alternative gift. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually been um, an amazing sort of 
the timing of your business. And I don't know about you, but I've always been one to sort of think that timing is the thing that can make or break those businesses that really do that do go far, yeah. those businesses that really do make it. Yeah. And your timing is not something that you could have ever predicted. Like none of no. us could have ever predicted that. No, but, no, for sure. And I said earlier on in that blog that I piece of your blog that I read out in the introduction, you said that you feel like you've spent the last four years building up to this horrendous moment in time. And I'd love to know what you mean by that. You know, what is it that you've been doing over the past four years and to now be here successfully growing your business exponentially Mm -hmm. over the past few months with what's going on in the world? Um, I guess when I started, um, the four years, what I meant is I've been chipping away bit by bit, tiny bits. Um, When I started, I had my children, so I couldn't really do as much as I possibly could because I still had them to look after. So I had to do a lot of the stuff. I couldn't call around. I didn't have the time to find business. I had to put the hard yards in for the business to come to me to some degree. So I spent a lot of time learning SEO, the keywords, making sure that people could find me when they were looking for a business like for a get well soon gift or a hamper to cheer someone up. So I guess I've been paving the way, been gradually chipping away. I've been in Facebook groups and I've been spreading the word and I've been sending care packages. Um, and all those little tiny steps have, have got me to a place where all of a sudden when everybody needs me, they can find me, if that makes yeah. sense. It does. It makes perfect sense. It's almost like, come on, world, come at me. I'm ready for you. Yeah, I didn't know. I'm not entirely sure if I was completely ready for it, but that's okay. <laughs> we, perhaps we might touch on that a little bit later, what, what it was that you were not ready for. But yeah, you were chipping away at this. This has been going, your business has been live for four years. Has it been going full time for the four years? Oh, no, not at all. Like, um, yeah. I probably had like a few hours here and there every week to begin with them um, and I, I guess I was waiting for my children to get to the point where they were going to school and then I would have more time um, which is true um, my son's in year one now so I've had one full year last year and mm. this year most of the time I've been at home but um, but then the reality is is when they're at school like there's really only six hours in the day give or take um, still not enough <laughs> no um, but it's better than it was before when it was like five or ten hours. So, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it, you've done now. You have was, you've done what you can with what you've been yeah. with the time that you've had available, and now you're able to capitalize on all of that. Yeah. So when I say you have grown your business exponentially. Now, you were kind enough to send me through some numbers and we've had a little bit of, look, bit of a look at the growth that your business has experienced over this time and you've actually increased the number of boxes. So you sell boxes. Let's get this clear. You sell boxes of goods and uh, to that I can ring you. I can get on your website. I can order a box of you have so many different boxes, Sarah. <laughs> they are amazing too. I've been like, oh my God, I need, I want, I want to find somebody that needs one of these boxes. One of my friends, I'm going to send them for sure. They're amazing. So you're selling boxes. I'm on your website. I order a box and you forward it on to um, the lucky recipient. Yes. 
So we can talk about your business in terms of number of boxes. And you have increased the number of boxes that you've sold by 400% in the last five months. Yeah. That's amazing, Sarah. Oh, How does that make you feel? I know. I just still, I still can't think, like help believe it. Like I'm still a bit like, it's just me, just my little business. Like I'm still like a, up until two months ago, I was still just a sole trader working out of my home. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I can't really believe um, I've had this opportunity, but I'm hoping I've made the best possible um, use of the opportunity and the best service and the best help that I could extend to everybody that sort of needed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's made me and, very happy. Oh, I bet it has. Yeah, just to actually get to the point where, okay, I've been chipping away at this thing for four years now and, yes, it's working and, yes, I'm selling I'm selling what it is that I want to sell but to actually be there at a time and be ready for the time that has come upon us so quickly and you're ready to what you're doing is kind of like helping people pick up the emotional blocks the emotional um, connections that people are missing you're connecting people when they most need it and that kind of must add a whole new level a whole new emotional level Oh God, yeah! Like, gosh, some of the gift cards, and I mean, we nearly we write all the hand, you know, we write handwrite all of the gift cards, so we feel it, you know, we feel every word, oh, yeah. and we feel we could tap into that sort of emotion of that distance or that pain or that sort of, you know, scared or all of those things that people were feeling. We kind of took on, and I kind of, yep. kind of felt like a weight to some degree, which. Um, sounds a bit silly but it, it did it felt like I was involved and and especially when people write a little note to me and say oh you know my 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 sister's in isolation and she's got cancer like oh my god like the pain I felt <laughs> it's just yeah. heartbreaking it was truly like yeah, yeah. well talk us through some of those personal situations that you've that you've been coming across so you are actually I guess in the same way if, if I was to call somebody and get a, a some flowers delivered to somebody I would say this is what I want you to write on the card and you're writing some really deep um, and meaningful cards for people yeah like I could really tap in I felt like I had a little a little magnifying glass a little window into other people's worlds and other people's lives and I guess not mm-hmm. everybody else everybody else has that opportunity and um, it was kind of like it was yeah. overwhelming, but at the same time, it felt amazing because they were trusting me with this really kind of situation where I, I could help brighten the day. And occasionally, I would get an email from the recipient and say, uh, "Your box just just moved me to tears. I can't believe you have this business, and thank you." Like, ugh. oh yeah, I've yeah. received some real corker like amazing emails lately, which is makes it worth it, really. It does. Yeah, that's right. Because it's one thing to be able to say, I've sold 400% more boxes in the last five months, which is like from a business perspective, like an amazing headline. It's an amazing achievement. It's like, wow, blow your mind business-wise. But then to receive this kind of feedback at an emotional level from people who are so emotional and isolated and alone and suffering in their own special way, in their own unique ways, you get to have that emotional connection and you're right you you do miss out on a lot of transactions that we have online you there is that element of emotion that's missing 
a lot of the time, isn't it? That's right. Like, I know. I mean, I, I'm sure lots of other businesses have a little bit of an insight, but I, I don't know. I feel like I get more of the story and, and more of the sort of um, the window and, and the heartache. And also, like, you know, even even stuff like when COVID started, like, I started receiving orders for nurses. Like, even, like, my, my clientele completely changed. It, it, mm-hmm. it added a whole new window of a brand rather than just a get well soon gift. So people were sending in for um, cheer up or um, birthdays and, you know, isolation. You know, what do you do? You want to do something and celebrate, but so you send them a, a feel better box, like a care package instead. So I had to, I slightly adapted a lot of my boxes with the um, isolation, but, you know, I send them for birthdays. Also like, sorry, I know your wedding's meant to be this day or. Um, oh, that's such a sad oh. one. So many people's weddings and such yeah. beautiful, exciting times in their lives. And then I hate to even mention it, but the awful thing that people are going through with funerals. Yeah. You know, that's that another a, one that. That's right. Was, oh. I got a lot of, um, you know, sympathy care packages and just like heartbreak. Like, I want to give you a hug. I'm sending you this as a hug, like, because that's mm. all I can do right now. Yeah. 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 So. It's an emotional business that you're in. You're feeling the weight of the emotion. You're working extraordinary hours, I imagine. Tell me, Sarah, tell everyone, what does a week look like in the life of Sarah right now? What what does it look like? Um, uh, well, there's a lot of balls in the air. Um, uh, I, I sort of, I've been get up slower, I will say, because of COVID. Um, so we have more of a slower start, which is nice. We'll get breakfast with the kids and then gets it up with their um with their homeschooling and then like nine o'clock hits me like with a slap if not earlier because my phone starts ringing um but I actually I have my mom and my dad and my sister they've been working with me um this whole time um they did help me anyway but now they kind of help me like more than ever normally they come and perfect I'm so lucky I know and it's good for them because it gets them out means that you know they've got a job and they're working and they've got something to actually do um, yep. so they kind of, they're like my, um, we, we call them the A team, A team arrive and they, um, they get on, the, <laughs> <laughs> my dad does the labels and my mum starts packing the boxes. Everybody has like a job that they like or they want to do. Um, and I guess my job is taking the phone calls. Um, and, and I have another lady in Sydney. She's my customer service. She's amazing to, to me, customer service is everything. Um, so she helps with a lot of the inquiries online and I take the phone calls and I speak to a lot of the companies because um, a lot of companies have been sending their teams and their businesses care packages to sort of perk them up and say, hey, guys, this is a tough year. You're doing awesome and thank you. Um, so my my role has suddenly become more of, a, I guess, a business development, but the people, the businesses are coming to me, which is extraordinary, really. So um, I've ha- I've ended up having lots of people coming to me. Like I have a team, a full team, like three people plus Susie, um, and Kendall. I have all these people working for me, and then and and they're kind of overrunning the business, and then I'm sort of getting the extra business come in the door and making sure we've got all the stock, um, ordering new stock, tracking down the stock that hasn't arrived, ordering new boxes. Um, I guess all of those different processes like it's been a lot there's so many different things (laughs) yeah Yeah. so many different things so if that's 
what's worked in your business is that you've sold so many different, you've sold a lot of boxes, you've increased by 400% in five months. You've obviously got an amazing um, network of family around you to support and help you grow that business. What hasn't worked? Like, has there been any hiccups along the way? There must have been. I'm thinking oh. if something, you know, a business is going to grow that quickly and that unexpectedly, what are, what's gone wrong? Well, um, I'll start with my boxes because that one hurt me the most. I, I, I'd ordered new boxes in the end of January, I think, and they, uh, February, and they, and they arrived in the middle of April, um, which was great because I'd just run out. Like It was like touch or go, would I make it or not? Um, they just arrived and then um, I started using them, but I realized that I had 3,000 boxes with the shipping boxes that didn't fit. <laughs> and I'd waited like eight oh, weeks no. for them to arrive and I've got all my hammer boxes I've got all of these orders coming in but I don't have a shipping box to put them in like oh my god that was painful oh, no. <laughs> and yeah that was the gift they kept on giving but anyway that got oh. sorted out <laughs> oh, how do you deal with something like that so you know is there is there systems you can put in place to make sure that doesn't happen in the future or is it just plain old error on someone you else. know human oh, error yeah it was complete human error um and you know, they fixed it. It was fine, but I had to wait a certain amount of time for them to send a mate and send new ones. So I had to patch it up. I had to find other boxes that fitted, which didn't fit, but they were the next best thing because yeah, it was okay. that or nothing. So I would say I have a, I've got a lot of skill in problem solving. I never knew I had. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing when you're putting your backs against the wall what yeah. you can come up with, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. It's extraordinary. So. <laughs> um yeah that was that was the corker of um that was April um and then since then uh, you know other things like um you know uh, I was expecting a, a big um big stock item and it took a tour around the country <laughs> rather than come here and then you know I have to email everybody is just to place that order and say oh, I'm so sorry it's coming I can replace the item or I can refund you the box or I could add some or we could wait so I just had to put the keep it honest, keep it transparent and, and open, and say, I, I can I've got a problem, and I, but I can fix it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I guess client. that's what you have to do. That's all part of customer service, isn't it? Is being being able to put your hand up and say, okay, everything hasn't gone as smoothly or as perfectly as it normally does, and yeah. I'm putting my hand up and just letting you know that. Oh yeah, and you have to like that's what I would expect. Um, yeah, it didn't happen too often. I was, I guess I was really lucky. Um, it was just those odd times where I go, oh my god, it's suddenly sold out. I just need to take it off the website. Um, but there would be the old box that caught me out, and I'd have to contact the customer. Um, but on a whole, we we did really well. Um, it was stressful waiting for parcels to come, but they came eventually. <laughs> I didn't lose yeah. anything. In fact, even though you know Australia Post. They have a bad rap, but I, I use their um, express network and I don't think we lost one parcel. Oh, like, that's great. Oh, I think they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's who you use. So like logistically, have you tried different companies yeah. and had different experiences, good and bad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did try and use a courier uh, for Mother's Day. Um, oh, I just thought they would be more reliable. They're a big, well-known company and... Yeah, no, there wasn't at all. Didn't work out that way. It did not work yeah. out that way. So that was that was a bit of heartache as well. Because Mother's Day, you know, you send them, and I, 
I put them in the post at the right time. I give them lots of time. It says, you know, the delivery date would be this day and then it wasn't. And I was like, I should have just used Australia Post. And what other issues have come up along the way? So you've had, did you already have your VA before you started? You said you've got somebody in Sydney yeah. who's helping you out with customer support. So you already had that started. That was part of you preparing yourself for this unknown busyness. Yeah. Um, your SEO was already sorted on your website because with a business like yours, SEOs, I imagine, extremely important. important. Yep. <laughs> And your actual website and you t- everything had been tested out. Your website had been live for quite some time. So you really were ready for everything. I was, oh, that... there, was a, there was one thing that I wasn't ready for and it was um, the way that I did the postal ladies. <laughs> it, was just like, it, it was basically like I had an order and I'd have to cut and paste it into my post business. And so every order was like cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste, like all the details like name, address order number oh, wow uh, yeah and I was like no this isn't gonna fly I, we need to find another way uh so no I found a couple of different ways to do it um and so I've just been using I guess their Australia Post is um my post business sort of system but they called me up the other day and was like you send in too many parcels now you have to move over to e-parcel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm so- that in the pipeline <laughs> Yeah, so that's part of what happens when you do grow a business really quickly. I always say you the little things that are causing you a little bit of grief or a little bit of pain or kind of the annoying things like perhaps when you were sending, say, a couple of hundred boxes a month or whatever, cutting and pasting people's names and addresses over for the labels, we're just like, oh, that's annoying, but, you know, we just that's how we do it. Yeah, that's right. We just, we just and then it. when you increase the number of boxes that you're selling by 400%, that is all of a sudden, yeah, it's magnified. Yeah. It's so big, you know, so yeah. there are, there is always going to be those little things that we need to have a real look at and say, okay, well, what can we shine a torch on here and say, if I was to do that, need to do that, you know, times 400% or times 100%, you know, not every business out there is going to grow 400% in five months. But if we were to double what we're doing today, is that particular thing that we're doing in our business going to be a source of pain? Yeah. <laughs> and if the answer is yes, then we need to change it. You know, yeah. we don't wait to grow and then go and look back and say, oh, I wish I had have done that because then it becomes such a, a big chore to change, doesn't it? Yeah, I didn't even realise it was that much of a problem. I mean, until the numbers started to get out of control. Yeah, I guess I was just happy plodding along. And I guess we all are happy to plod along for now and just work on the exciting things and put the processes and the boring things at the back of our mind. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What are those those sort of, you know, what are the exciting things for you? Because we're all different. We all have strengths and weaknesses. And I don't know about you, but I am certainly more drawn to certain things in my business and I there are definitely things in my business I can't stand doing <laughs> what are what are the things that, that you just that you know that you need to outsource to other people um I'll, at the moment um the mo- I outsource is um my social media on Instagram mm. um because I know you should have a presence but I just haven't got the, the brain with to sort of keep posting on there and and I'm really are not a routine person I'm routine adverse so to sit down and have that routine every day or every week to sort of post or set up the post is just it's not my skill set yeah <laughs> so I have yeah. an amazing girl that helps me she's like someone's like the thing she posts is like oh I would have said that she's, she's awesome so yeah um yeah. she's great and then um my VA 
um, she helps with customer service, not because I don't like to. I, I mean, I try and uh, the self control trying not to reply to all my emails is <laughs> it's extraordinary. Yeah, <laughs> but there's probably a better use of your time, I guess, yeah. at the end of the day. You know, if you can outsource that and something, yeah. and she's doing such a wonderful job. So you've had your mum and your sister. They've been in the background and helping you with the packaging and parcels, wrapping parcels, that sort of stuff. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So um, I guess that was the next thing for me to outsource when we become really, really busy. Um, and then um, when I, when we went back into lockdown in stage three and I came down with shingles, I realised that actually I'm way more involved in running the business than I probably should be if I got knocked over by a bus tomorrow, which won't happen because I'm not allowed out of my house. But um, <laughs> if, uh, if that happened, Point. Then, yeah, it would just to switch my business off so I need to work on that that I need to have like you know like um an apprentice or you know someone that does what I do just maybe just so I can have a holiday because I think that's the area I realized that I um I've just taken it because because I was a sole trader for so long and it was just me and it was just everything I do that now it's got this little bit of growth um I've realized that it's still all about me really and I really need to train somebody else to cover me yeah yeah and you're on you're on top of that if you get sick then you've got somebody else that can help you know step in and take over yeah Yeah. Mm. so Susie can do it my parents can do it but there's other things there's like you know all the ordering all the relationships all the knowing how much to order in Uh, I'm sure it's just the process I'm just not a process person (laughs) I just need someone to sit down and help me go right this is a process for somebody else to do and then we need to get someone else to just do it and take me out of it yeah yeah and it might just be a case of getting through this really crazy busy period and then at the end of it all so it's your your crazy busy period I guess will you know die down at some point maybe but if it doesn't at the end of the day you can't keep working I'm assuming you know you don't want to and can't keep working the huge hours that you have been working so at some point you do need to yeah sit down and say okay what can we take off uh, my plate what who else do we need to bring in what do we what can we stop doing there might be things that you can just say I really don't need to be doing that that's all that's that's something we can just completely um, push to the side so yeah I guess at some point when as we're speaking now it's uh, Father's Day in Australia on Sunday yeah so you've been super busy getting ready for Father's Day I imagine and I, then you know, it's funny no, I don't in my business I don't I don't send that many father's day boxes funnily enough I don't know if other hamper companies do because I don't know any other hamper companies like personally but yeah I don't win that yeah. thing <laughs> it's funny my, it, it, isn't my, that interesting because yeah. I actually had a look at your father's day boxes and I thought <laughs> oh they're amazing yeah like you yeah. know I always try because awesome. it's worth a try right like yeah yeah <laughs> but no, I um, I get more of a cheer up care package sort of get well soon sort of area. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. So, with how has it changed you as a business owner? So, this massive growth, what what's it done for you as a business owner? Has it changed you at all? Do you think? Yeah, I <laughs> um, I feel like it's um, it's given me more confidence. I mean, I mean. It's hard not to have confidence when so many people suddenly started to reach out to me. Um, you know, people putting their trust in me and my business 
and it's made me think, oh, actually, uh, I'm not just winging it. I can actually do it, and I know what to do, and I know what people yeah. might like to send. Um, and and it's given me more more fire in my belly, and more kind of drive, and more ideas, and more kind of goals <laughs> than I ever had before. That the uh, maybe the yeah. beginning of this year. It's quite funny. It's amazing how motivating success can be. Isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, who knew? Uh, yeah, I mean, I- I'm fully prepared for it all to calm down again, which is totally fine. Um, but I'm going to definitely miss that kind of um, adrenaline, that kind of um, excitement that I guess it has, has felt like um, when I've smashed goals that I never dreamt I would ever smash in my life um, in just such, such a small period of time. So I think... Um, I guess for me, what I'm going to do now is I, I know that it, it is quieting down and I saw it from like last Thursday, it just suddenly started to tail off, um, okay. which is fine. Like I'm good with that, but it gives me, um, it gives my mind a time to sort of um, settle and then grow new ideas. <laughs> so I'm going to, um, I'm going to try and push for Christmas this year, which is something I've never done before. So okay, yeah, that's, that's, um, there are so many different um, what have you typically done in the past? Has it been just the get well yeah. packages, like sympathy and get well, and those types of? Things? Yeah, yeah. That, that is um, yeah. that was basically how I started out and my sole purpose. But I yeah. feel like this time has given me the confidence in that people see it as a brand rather than like a type business. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're you're feeling the confidence to move into sort of special occasions and. Yeah, yeah, a different side to the business that I've never done before. Um, mm. I might not call it feel better box as like it's a celebration. I might try and change it a little bit, but yeah, it'll come under the yeah. umbrella still. Yeah, exactly, it's all marketing. You'll come up with some brilliant ideas. I know you will. <laughs> yeah, the the packages that you've got on there are just amazing. I looked through some of them um, the other day and thought, oh, I I might just send one to myself. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and some people do, not very often, but some people do. And I love that. I love that someone's like, you know what, you deserve this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, so you do. I always send them a little something extra as well. So I think it's nice that someone else adds something, you know, like a, someone sending something to them, even though they're sending it to themselves. <laughs> yeah. I know. Actually, I read I read something about that in one of your blogs. You said that if somebody sends something to themselves, you'll put in something a little extra so yeah. that they know that somebody other than themselves is thinking about them. Yeah. If that yeah, makes right. sense. Yeah. I, I know, thought, I oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, I think, oh, that's such a shame that no one else has sent it to them. I, I want to make them smile as well. So, yeah. Uh, that's I love really, those I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now, a couple of questions before we finish up. Yeah. What do you know that you absolutely need to get in order before you grow too much? So you have grown a lot and if you were to give some advice to other people around, you know, growing their businesses and what they absolutely need to get in order before they grow their businesses, what would there be like a couple of specific practical things that you would suggest, whether it's your, you know, looking, outsourcing your team members or sorting out your bookkeeping, whatever it might be. Have you got a couple of things there that you can give to others that may be on the cusp of growing? Um, my suggestion would be something that I personally haven't properly done yet, which is on what I need to do, is um, make sure you've got all the procedures down pat, I think. If you've got everything, so even so that you could walk out of your business and someone else could pick it up, piece of paper that says all the procedures, 
and and you know and they're bulletproof then i i think that you're you're set to be okay to grow because everybody can do the jobs everybody you know can, can get on without you um and and then you can work on the next big thing and you know what i couldn't agree more with you <laughs> it's the boring stuff yeah. Do, do you feel like yeah. it's the boring stuff? You know, like <laughs> I feel like I'm always saying to people, we need to dig into every, you know, every step, every process that you're taking to do X or to do Y or to do Z and and nut it out yeah, and to sit down and think systemize about it, it. Stop. but yeah. it's the boring stuff and we don't yeah. do the boring stuff we want to no. do the fancy websites and we yeah. want to do the <laughs> rebrand and we want to do all of the fun social media stuff but yeah. you know when it really comes down to growing a strong sustainable successful business it comes down to the uninteresting stuff and the boring stuff right. as well doesn't it? It's so true, and and to be honest, I've it's in, it's in the back of my head because I read um Janine's book from Boot um Boot Oh Boost, yeah, Boost. yeah, Janine Ellis. Yeah, yeah, and she was yeah, all she's about amazing. Boost. Yeah, so and so she sowed the seeds. I know it's there. I just need to do it now. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. So procedures is that that's the main thing you know it, that you would say to anyone who was hasn't really grown yet but they're about to or looking forward to then that's their next next best thing is those procedures yeah definitely procedures I'm not sure Mm. what else I mean I still I'm I'm still such a small business you know like I'm still in that sort of I need to step out of the sole trader mentality and look for growth um yeah it's almost like you haven't had time isn't it no that's right I haven't had time to just sit down and sort of um decompress or whatever the word is um but for me I think my future is I don't know what next year will bring um so I I can't be too um ahead of too ahead of myself I can't go yeah just because I've had a success for this small period of time doesn't mean it's going to translate next year I hope it does but um yeah tread cautiously move forward with intelligent you know smart moves and make decisions based on real information. So I guess at some point you are going to have to do a real debrief on the numbers in your business. You're going to have to sit down and do yeah. the real debrief on um, your your pricing, your margins, the suppliers that you're using and yeah, right. everything that goes with it and then say, okay, where can we tighten the screws on in our business to really make sure that next year we may not go another you know have that same huge level of sales but let's find like that really comfortable um profitable yeah level yeah that's right no that's so true yeah happy medium yeah what about do you have um any other final pieces of advice or practical advice that you might give to others out there um (laughs) I guess I wanted to say you know you might see people running businesses, but we don't all know what we're doing. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I'm still walking around in a dark room. So true. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I and I'm, I'm one, I see someone in business, and I'm like, oh my God, they're doing amazing. They're so much more intelligent and they know so many more things than me. But do they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, like, I think that we're all just human. We're all just normal people, you know, that we have them. Well, I, I, found the thing that I love and apparently I'm good at it more than anything else I'm good at so um just you know I don't want anybody to think that I'm 
you know, any better than anyone else. And I don't think any other businesses are, or, you know, the people that run it are any better than, than any of us, really. Um, mm. When you get down and have a coffee with them, we've all just sort of got the same kind of fears and the same sort of goals to some degree. And um, also, you know, we're all running our own race. I think that's important that you can't compare because your point of time is different to somebody else's. I mean, somebody yeah. else could be looking, wanted to start a hamper company business and they've got small children. But in four years' time, you know, you could be going. Who knows? Buses. That's right. That's right. So, you know, run your own race. That's what I think. Yeah. It will yeah. come. Such it good will ad- happen. Such good advice. Yeah. So what's the next step for for you in your business? What What do you know that you need to do the minute you sort of are able to draw <laughs> breath and find a bit of time? Yeah, um, I, <laughs> uh, other than the procedures, um, I, I would like to chase the Christmas dream. I think I would like to see if I could help um, send some care packages for Christmas. Um, and then, yeah, so for me, I want to give this year one last final push. I mean, we're going to be in lockdown, I think, for a little bit longer. So I've still yeah, got time. Yeah, that's a bit sad, isn't it? It's mm. really sad. Um, and still think people need to be cheered up and they still need to be loved um, and still people still want to reach out to other people. So I think this year yeah. I just see it as my final big push and then I'm going to have down tools in January, recoup um, and start start on my year ahead, um, marketing and sort of planning and seeing what next year brings um, with the whole yeah. economy and everybody else. Do you know, I think um, from a marketing perspective, like I'm a Victorian, so you're in Melbourne, you're in the hard lockdown. I'm in stage three myself, so but I'm just because I'm a regional Victorian, I've got a little bit more, a lot more freedom, it feels, than you guys in, in Melbourne. How do you feel when you see the rest of the country out, you know, having lunch with their friends and ching-ching and having wines and little get-togethers and it's kind of like it's so exciting. I find it really exciting but it's kind of like a little piece of your heart just breaks every time. It's like, I just want to do that. Ah, it's extraordinary. I just can't get over it. Like I can't get over the whole of the country except for us. Like it just feels like everybody's been invited to the party except me. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like and I guess oh it's so it is a hard one and I'm just on the fringe of it so I'm not even in what you guys are going through but it's just you're right it is it's like this big party and we've all just been uninvited it's like that is such a good way to put it (laughs) it just feels unfair you know like I did all the right things the first time and I still hardly went out in between that's right (laughs) I promise I'm fun please invite me (laughs) I know oh, it's it is it's such a hard one but I guess that there's an opportunity there for all everybody that's in Western Australia and South Australia and Queensland and all around the you know the rest of the country to say if you know anyone in Victoria get in touch with Feel Better Box and send them something yeah. because we might we've probably stopped complaining now but we're still in pain <laughs> oh that's right we're all hanging out for Sunday's news uh, to see what will happen yeah. I think that's right uh, let's yeah let's pray for good news on Sunday so at the time of recording uh, we were a couple of days off of hearing from our premier as to whether or not our restrictions were going to be eased or continued and unfortunately it doesn't look good for us at this point but we will wait and see we will wait and see (laughs) who knows what will come of it all Um, Sarah thank you so much for jumping on the show it was really I loved having you it was great to chat with you you're a a really down-to-earth person Um, I've 
glad that we met. I didn't actually say at the very start I, whether we met, whether it was at a Business Chicks event yeah. or, or it, was it at a Business Chicks event? I think so. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was at um, Angela Henderson's. It, it was oh, actually. Was Angela. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> now I think about yes. it. And I see that's your- it. A little, yeah, that's it. Um, a, a marketing event with Angela Henderson. That yeah. was it. And then we, and then we crossed paths. We ran into each other at a business chicks event. Um, yeah. yeah, a little while later. So, either way, I'm glad that I crossed paths with you because you're doing wonderful things. You're a great person. I'm glad to have met you, and I'm, I look forward to maybe catching up in person at some point when you that can get out of uh, when you can get out of the house. <laughs> But for those in the meantime that are wanting to hear a little bit more about what you do or jump on to your website and have a look at those amazing boxes or for those non-Victorians that, are, <laughs> that want to sort of cheer up their Victorian friends <laughs> then and maybe send them a little uh, feel better box, where can people find you? Um, oh, mostly at my website, which is um, www.feelbetterbox.com.au. Um, Brilliant. Oh, yeah, I am on social media, but, you know, you check out my boxes on the website. Yeah, yeah. And everything on your social media, I imagine, is all Feel Better Box as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we're all about it. Great. Oh, well, thank you. you so much for jumping on. I'm really, yeah, super excited to have had this conversation with you. I'm really keen to see where to from here for Sarah and Feel Better Box and, yeah, Maybe maybe we should follow this up in 12 months' time and see what you did differently and how it came out because I think there's going to be big things in store for you and your not-so-little business. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see. But thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. Okay. Pleasure. Thanks very much. Take care. And wherever you might be listening in the world, just, yeah, have a fantastic week and think about the people who are – perhaps doing it a little tough, whether it is an isolation thing or whether it is an illness or whether it is just plain old, you know, loneliness, whatever it might be that's going on in somebody else's life. Think about them and maybe, yeah, jump on feelbetterbox.com.au and, yeah, send them something wonderful. We'll talk again soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honoured that you tuned in.